This is Education Matters, brought to you by the Ohio Education Association. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Education Matters. I'm your host, Katie Olmstead, and I'm part of the communications team for the Ohio Education Association and the 120,000 educators OEA represents. We believe all educators deserve the ability to retire with financial security. And that's why strong pensions with predictable guaranteed benefits for educators when they retire are absolutely critical, not just for the active and retired educators of today, but also as we continue to work to bring new educators into the profession. That's also why OEA members are recommending Arthur Lard for a second term on the STRS board. Arthur Lard is one of only two OEA members on the State Teachers Retirement System board right now, and we need him to continue to be a voice for OEA members around the state, continuing to fight for the policies that have kept STRS financially secure and against the proposals that put OEA members' pensions at risk. That's exactly what Arthur did in his first term on the board, and he did it honestly and transparently. In his active seat on the board, the Portsmouth City Schools teacher was a proven leader. Now, with ballots for this year's STRS board election going out in just a few weeks, we wanted to hear from Arthur about his time on the board and what's ahead for the teacher's pension system. He joins us for this episode. Arthur, thank you so much for sitting down with us. The stakes are huge here. SCRS is the cornerstone of financial security and retirement for teachers. Where do things stand with that pension system right now? Well, the pension system currently is um, doing really well. Um, Before, the teachers had to take some sacrifices along with the retired to get the um, system back to um, where it needs to be. When uh, Governor Kasich was in office, uh, there were $66 billion coming in, $90 billion going out, and he said, fix it. So basically the fix was uh, you couldn't use legislation to increase the amount that uh, the employers were given. So you had to fix it with what you had. So what uh, the board members at the time had to do was they had to increase the teacher's um, amount and uh, take away the COLA. The cost of living adjustment. uh, Yes, the the cost of living adjustment. Uh, And then also that wasn't enough. So they had to try to figure out how they can save even more money. And that was, again, put on the active teacher's by. Um, increasing the amount of time they had to stay from uh, until 60 years of age uh, without an unrestricted um, retirement. At this present moment, now it's it's better. So. Right. And that was before your time on the board. You were elected yes. to that active seat um, about three years ago. And yeah. in that time, we have seen benefits return to some STRS members. And we have seen uh, a really big improvement in the financial health of the system under your leadership what can you tell me? Well, again, um, this year we were able to do a 3% uh, cost of living adjustment. Uh, we were able to do away with the age 60 requirement. They also did away with some of the um, costs as far as the health care. So um, they've been um, experiencing the lower than average premiums. So they're passing that cost back off to the individuals that actually use the health care. And this year they also got a $600 rebate um, on the uh, insurance. So again, the health care insurance is. 186% funded. So that will be there for myself and future teachers. So that's a good thing. And no money is going into that program. So it's self-funding itself. Well, and and that's something I want to talk about. Uh, 
the future teachers, when we are the big picture on this one, looking at an educator recruitment and retention crisis, the pension, the health of the pension long term for both the teachers and retirees of today and for future teachers who haven't even entered the profession, it is so, so important that we maintain that health. There's been a lot of proposals over the last few years for things that are those like get rich quick schemes. Um, yes. and, and you have been a voice for OEA members standing up for a reason on this one and saying, wait a second, wait a second, that doesn't make sense for us. What can you tell me about that? Well, again, everybody um, has got a target on STRS because they pay out uh, $7 billion a year in, in retirement, uh, but they still bring in money. So the difference in what they bring in, the $3 billion, and they pay out the $7 billion is from investments. So when you're doing well investing, everybody wants that little piece of the pie. And that's not something that we can um, let happen because that money is there for the teachers uh, for their retirement. So we got to make sure that we safeguard and make sure that if we're going to have people investing, they have to have a proven track record and show that they have some experience doing the investing, not somebody that's just going to come in and use our money to make a name for themselves. Well, let's be real here. The people who are doing our investment, they uh, there is a concerted um, misinformation campaign about the STRS board, about the the investments, about the people doing the investing. Um are you able to help dispel some of those myths? I think that's so important right now when people are getting ready to cast their ballots, that they know what they're actually voting for and they know the truth about what's going on uh, with their investments. Well, their investments are safe. Um, you've got people that are investing and doing their jobs. Now, part of their incentive package was, um, you know, they have different types of bonuses they get if they hit their um, one, five, or one, three and five year um, marks. So basically, instead of making uh, their compensation a bigger package, they are getting paid if they do well for the system. So it's you want them to make money for the system and then get a bonus. Again, if right. you can get negative going and then people f focusing on that one negative thing and they keep beating that drum, then you get people behind it and they don't hear the truth. Just like with the audits, we had three audits. Uh, they kept saying, you know, this was wrong. This was wrong. There's theft. There's all this stuff. Nothing. Right. So a, a lot to unpack here. I think one thing that's worth mentioning, uh, yeah, a lot of people really made um, made headlines on this one uh, because of losses in the system this past year. I'm not a teacher, so I'm not in SCRS. I'm not going to ever benefit from the pension. I can tell you my 401k, totally a different investment, took a bath in the last year. It was just not a good year for investments. And even through that, the SGRS system, its health is way better than it was not that long ago. And that's because of leadership, board members like you who are standing up against those risky investments um, that would just, I mean, if you are afraid of the losses now, imagine if um, you handed your money over to the wrong people who are doing the wrong things to line their own pockets with this. I also right. want to right, talk right. about um, the people we have doing the investments. SGRS is still paying them less than we'd be paying if we had somebody on Wall Street doing this. I think we all just have to put things into perspective a little. And then those audits, I, I'm very glad you brought them up because they really do show that there's a lot of smoke, there's no fire. And there right. is, again, this concerted misinformation campaign from people who are trying to take over the board and not work in the best interests of the teachers who need financial security into the future. 
Is all of the negativity and all of the misinformation, is it, it's got to be frustrating for you, but does it, um, does it dissuade you from wanting another term? You know, I, I talked to uh, some board members uh, who've been on in the past and then um, it, it's really hard because if I had a class that was as negative as the board has been recently, I wouldn't want to go to the work every day. But I do think that somebody has to be there because if no one is there, then those one kids that need that person, that that extra little voice, that extra little push is not going to be there to get it. So even though I, I sometimes get frustrated after I leave um, and I, I've, I've found ways to cope, I, I feel I need to be there. And I, I think everything happens for a reason. I was put there to serve on this board for a reason. We're, the teachers are guaranteed uh, a salary, uh, got, guaranteed a paycheck. So again, they know of what they're going to be getting. And then we're hoping and praying that everything works out to our benefit, that we can give some relief as far as inflation and bring back a cost of living adjustment on a regular basis. But again, we have to look at not only the retired, but the actors, but the people coming into the profession. We're an older, mature system. So we're 1.11 to every teacher that's working. So we don't have that luxury of being a two to one system. Um, so we got to make sure that the money we're bringing in uh, is going to match and make sure it's going to be there for those people when they retire. And that's what we're trying to do. And also too, we want to make sure that it's something that somebody wants to see, a profession that people want to get into. So if you're telling me that I have to work until like 45 years to retire, I can go out and find something else. So we want to make sure we would keep it at a level where, yes, you're going to have to put some time in, but it's going to be reasonable time. And when you're done, you're going to have a retirement that you can live on. A retirement you can live on. And I will say, you know, my, my mom's a retired educator. Uh, and thank you for the one-time 3% cost of living adjustment. That was a really nice thing for her last year. <laughs> Why do it just that one time? I well, know what of, I know about the system that made absolute sense, but I think it's important. And I think you've been very transparent about these decisions, but I think it's important to really get that message out there. Well, we, we take a look at what the actuaries bring us back and they can give us an idea of what our solvency of the system looks like and how we don't want to make sure we want to make sure there's money and we're secure in our investments and the money that we have coming in. So basically right now we're at, we're at 81 point something percent. We want to get a hundred percent. But even giving out that 3%, it knocked us back to 79. Well, that's better than the 52 that we started out with. So we're still okay. And then people don't understand that 3%, even though it's a one time, it's for the rest of their life. So it's never going to go away. It's not like a bonus that you get and it's gone. It's going to be at 3% on, their, uh, on the rest of their payments for the rest of their life. And again, the thing I like about STRS, you can outlive your pension. So basically... Um, I had a friend who uh, her, her dad retired from the railroad. His pension was $550 and that was it. Well, her mother was a teacher and those were the days where everything was clicking. Everything was great. And they got even got that bonus check. But, you know, if everything were to fall into line and so forth and so on, and all the stars were line, then we could probably go back to that. But right now we can't because we have to look out for what's there and make sure that everybody's going to be taken care of. So well, it's really important. That, you know, we focus in and make sure that everyone is going to get their piece of the pie. On the other hand, outside of yeah. having a reliable, strong pension that you can live on in retirement, you have people who are outside STRS 
And I'm a little worried I'm going to live too long and I'm going to outlive my investment. So there is definitely something to be said about the long-term health of the system being absolutely vital for everyone here. I think it's also vital that we have an active teacher, an active OEA member like you representing the best interest of other OEA members. You know what OEA members need and you know what the conditions are in our schools right now. Uh, 31 years as a business education teacher in Portsmouth City Schools where you are right now. What have you learned from your time in the classroom that has set you up for success on the STRS board? A lot of teachers that are actively working do not focus on retirement because again there's so much going on in their day-to-day lives that retirement is something that even if they're five years out they're not thinking about it so by being on the board and letting them know what's going on you're, you're trying to bring it home and let them know that hey you need to start looking at this now and also too we've started um, having the younger teachers look at retirement to make sure they have some other vehicles lined up and make sure that by the time they get to retirement age their bills are paid And I think a lot of people get confused uh, a little bit, and then um, sometimes they get upset because, again, they think they're going to make as much in retirement as they made when they're active, and that's not the case. Because, again, based on the number of years you have in, you're going to get a percentage of your final average salary. So once they understand that, then they can better understand what's going on. And a lot of times people are upset and confused and angry, but then once they get in and they see what's going on, myself included. And you know what, you look at it and you say, okay, wow, they're doing this. And you look at the number, oh, they're doing this. Okay, they can do, no, they can't just because of this. And then you see it and you're like, they're doing you know, what they need to do at this time. And then if there's anywhere you can tweak, I mean, every time we have meetings, we talk about the cost of living adjustment. We talk about healthcare. We look at ways in which we can add some type of relief for those people that uh, are retired and not getting anything. So we're always constantly looking at it. But again, we have to make sure that the system stays up and running for everyone. So that way we don't get ourselves into the problem. And then you got to have people that are smart enough to out predict or out, you know, guess what's going on. And that's what we have. It's not an exact and people want to say, oh, you just do this and it's going to come out that way. No, if it was that way, we'd all be rich. Well, but and that's, that's not what... that way. And Ahead, and that's what some people are are trying to do right now. I mean, those when yes. we're talking about those risky investment schemes, yes. these are people who are saying, if you do this, we'll all be billionaires by the time you retire. Yes. And Arthur, you, you're never going to yeah. overpromise because you are yeah. realistic about what these financial situations are and you're realistic about the needs of educators. A promise to be billionaires by the time you retire isn't realistic, especially not for yeah. a system that serves so many people. But a a promise of a predictable, reliable, comfortable retirement, one that meets your needs after all of that time in your classroom, is something that you can deliver on because you're transparent, because you know how the system works, and because you're able to deliver for OEA members. Right. Well, my thing is I don't want to look back four years and say, I promised this, 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 and this, and it didn't happen. I'm going to do the best that I can with the information that I have to get the most for our members. Again, and by doing that, I know I could sleep at night and I've done the best that I can. Uh, to overpromise and say things that are not correct just to get a position, uh, that's not me. So. Speaking of getting a position, you are running for re-election. You're yes. uh, looking for your second term on the STRS board. Yes. What would the next three years look like and why are you the best person for this job? As well, OEA I, members have already said, you are the OEA recommended candidate. I am a full-time working teacher. 
I'm in the classroom every single day. So I know what the teachers are going through. I'm also um, closing in on retirement. So I know what the retireds are looking at. Um, and I see the new teachers coming in so I can talk to them and help them get themselves set up. So that way, when they get to this point, um, they know what to do and how to take care of themselves. So I see all aspects of it. And I think I can be a good voice for all of them. Um, and also, too, I have common sense and um, some business background. So I know how to read the financials. And I know when people are trying to sell you a um, bill of sales that it's not going to come through in the end. Uh, and also, too, I can't prove it, but I can see um, they were joking at one point, Bernie Madoff schemes uh, in the works. Um, you know, you think it can never repeat itself, but it seems like every day people are just trying to put a new skin on it and sell it the way it is, so, which is sad because, again, they don't know who they're hurting. And sometimes I don't think they care. And that's where I'm here. So I care about everyone. And maybe that's my downfall. But my goal is somebody did this before me. So it's my turn to do it now. And I'm hoping that I can get enough people to understand what I'm doing. So that way, when I'm done, somebody will come behind me and do what's right for the system and help me get through my retirement years. Somebody before you said pension security is the top priority and you are carrying that torch forward for the rest of the teachers in the state. That is it. Arthur, thank you so, so much. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. The SCRS board election is so important for the future of our teachers' pensions and the future of the profession. Ballots are going to start going out at the beginning of April, and you have until the beginning of May to cast your ballot. You can do it by mail, online, or by phone. And please don't put your ballot away and just forget about it. Keep in mind, last STRS election, 470,000 ballots went out. Less than 25,000 ballots were returned. Your voice matters so, so much in this election. And you can always learn more about OEA's recommended candidate in this election at arthurforstrs.com. Until next time, stay well.